Today we study the seventh chapter of the Rambam's Hilchot Brachot. This chapter focuses on Minhage Suda, certain customs, certain norms, certain modes of behavior that are appropriate when sitting at a Suda. It appears like this has a slightly lower status from a halachic standpoint, but there's some very important principles we can learn from here, including who is supposed to do Brachadamazon. If you look at the second halacha here, the Rambam tells us, Balabait Hamotzi. The Balabait is the owner, the, the host is the one who makes Hamotzi. And then, A guest is the person who's supposed to make Birkatamazon. Why? Because included in Birkatamazon is a blessing for the host himself. This is fascinating. Ask one of your guests to bench so that they can bless you. This is taken from Masachat Brachot Daf Memvav, and it's all a result of the the value that we place upon Hakaratatov. That a person needs to recognize the good that someone else does for them. The Gemara in Masachat Brachot Daf Nun Chet tells us the difference between a good and a bad guest, and we should all try to be good guests. Tov Mahomer. What does a good guest say? Wow. How, how kind and giving and generous the Balabait was for me. How much how much meat he brought, how much wine, how much, uh, how much bread, etc., etc. But a bad guest. What did he do for me? I had one piece of bread, one cup of wine, etc., etc. So a good guest is thankful. A bad guest complains and just sees what is lacking. I do remember reading a piece from Joseph, Rabbi Joseph Talashkin, who spoke about the importance of how we behave when we walk out of a person's home. Do we start talking about, oh, I, they did this and that, and I didn't like that, and we start speaking Lashon Hara and comparing ourselves to them, or do we just say, wow, what a blessing, how thankful we are and appreciative that we got to... Uh, be hosted by the following family without looking for all the things that are wrong and it just not just the food but everything else the way the family behaves the way they decorate their home there are so many things that we could look for we could find wrong or we could just say wow so beautiful they hosted us and see the positive in this uh, this different family now what about this bracha what should a person say in this bracha when they when they bless their guests then when they get to bless their hope their hosts now the the ashkenazi minhag is to say something yeah, really very short. Uh, it goes like this. We all recognize this. Hashem, you should bless the, the, the master of this house, his wife, his children, etc. And then, and also us. Bless us the way that Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov were blessed. Okay, that's the Ashkenazi minhag. Uh, um, but if you look historically, there are many different nuschot. Now, the Rambam himself mentions in Hilchot Brachot Perak Ber Halachazain. Now, what is the content of this bracha? He says, "Keitzad Omer Yihiratzon Shelayivosh Balabait Baolam Hazeh Vleikalei Baolam Abat." My host should not be ashamed or embarrassed in this world, and certainly not in the next world. Okay, short bracha, but the Rambam does tell us. A person can add on, can expand upon the bracha that they want to give their balabait. My favorite version of this bracha actually comes from Rav Sadia Gaon. 
In his version of this bracha, it's as follows. It's just such a beautiful, comprehensive bracha. It says as follows. So you thank the balabait, the man, in the home. It could be referring to the wife or to the whole the whole house. In the Gemara, bait actually refers to a wife. And all our friends who are sitting here. They should have great Torah wisdom. They should have uh, uh, distinct. They should be. They should have wisdom, Torah knowledge. They should have uh, wealth. They should have children who fulfill the mitzvot. Just like Avram's home was blessed, etc., etc. So, uh, and in the Sephardi version, by the way, today the Sephardi version talks about being uh, being successful. In, uh, in business, and uh, but also, interestingly, the Sephardi version also talks about working close to the city, okay, that uh, is as follows, um, Hashem should bless them, they should have uh, all the blessings of the world at their table, they should have a table like Avram Avinu's table, they should welcome any guests. Anyone who's hungry should come eat. Anyone who's thirsty should come drink, etc., etc. They also speak about uh, about working close to the city. That etc. They shouldn't ever encounter sin. So there are many different blessings that a person could add. And according, based it's all based on the Rambam. As we said, you could add as much as you want. I'll just end with a final point by the philosopher. Immanuel Kant, in one of his uh, one of his pieces, he speaks about the uh, the importance of uh, of giving thanks. Hakrat and there there are people who are opposed to this. Why are they opposed to giving thanks? Because it makes them feel beholden to someone else, and they are too proud of themselves. They don't ever want to be mechuyav, obligated to thank someone else. They don't want to feel dependent on somebody else. But in Judaism, we know that. Um, Thanking someone else is, is an incredibly important value. And even if that means that you're beholden to someone else, that's that, that's part of the, the, the of hoda'ah. That's part of showing appreciation for someone else. And that we could put our ego aside. We should put our pride aside and recognize what someone else did for us. And not have to feel that we're independent, so self-independent, and that we don't need ourselves so self-sufficient that we reliant on someone else. Rather, in, in, rather, the Jewish perspective is to thank someone else and then return the favor or, or, or help other people and welcome them to our home. So much here to learn from the bracha of the oreach from Berkat Amazon. Wishing you a great day.